49ers lose big to the Raiders in preseason week one. Ah, it was tough to watch, man. If you watched it, I'm sorry. But we're going to break it down right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. We got all the latest in 49ers news, injuries, reports, all that good stuff. Stick around because you don't want to miss today. Peace. We so bright that we shine it. everybody it's your boy Wayne Breezy thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Wayne Breezy show first show after the preseason game the preseason matchup which was last night the 49ers debuted in their first preseason matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders it's still tough saying Las Vegas Raiders they've been there for a while I don't know why I'm struggling to get the words Las Vegas out but yeah, man, it was it was a tough game to watch. Usually, the preseason games for the 49ers are tough to watch, for me at least. Um, I don't expect much, but I still expect them to find a way to be victorious and uh, whatever. It is what it is. But guys, welcome to the show, man. I truly appreciate everybody for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? I gotta give a quick shout out to all the members of the Breezy's bunch out there. I see you guys, man. You guys ran here early. Peachy Brown early. Good afternoon, Breezy, and everyone. Let's have a great show. Let's have a great show. Remember, we have another chance this weekend against them Broncos. The last time we played the Broncos, though, I had happened to be there. It didn't go in our favor either. Jax Knox is in the building. She says, good morning, Breezy and Faithful. Let's have a great show. What's going on? My man Terrence says, what up, Breezy? BB fam, all that good stuff. I will check my messages today, I promise. Christy Marie is in the show with the hashtag BB. My man Troy is in the show. Good morning, Breezy. Let's not worry about a preseason game. We going to be fine with the hashtag BB. All right, my man GA is in here with the hashtag the BB and the CC. John's not even here, and he's getting the CC hashtag. I love it. I love it. Support my man John Chapman over there, 49ers Rush. My man Mike Eng is in the building. The one and only Colin is in the building. Tanisha is in the building. Chrissy, 1687 in the building. My man Eddie G and the Bulldog. Shout out to all the members of the BBC crew. And check this out, guys. If you're new to to the stream it's the first time watching the show hit that subscribe button right you do it right now all right don't don't even hesitate just hit the click the subscribe hit the click hit the click the subscribe right and then you're gonna want to smash that like button i don't break your like button but when i say smash use the term figuratively all right just hit the like button that's the little thumbs up all right go ahead and do that and you also be can become a member of the actual channel right we give away things over here there's perks and all that good stuff so if you like it you can join okay all right and there's all the information right there all right you can join the show boom 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 click on that all right uh subscribe to the podcast as well it's on apple Podcasts. it's on spotify make sure you guys go ahead and do that leave a review it's super important that you leave a review it helps push the podcast up you know what I'm saying? We talk about trending up. Well, I need the Wayne Breezy show to be one of the dopest 49er shows that you've ever listened to. All right? So help it trend upwards, all right? You can follow and subscribe on X. I keep saying Twitter because I've been saying Twitter for 35 years, but it's X now. All right? There it is, at the Wayne Breezy, as well as on Instagram, threads, TikTok, Facebook, at the Wayne Breezy. Facebook, we just reached 1.3K over this weekend. Uh, so thank you guys over there. It's the Facebook uh, group is growing. Uh, the Nitty Gritty group is growing as well. Have fun uh, this weekend, all right? Uh, the exclusive content will be back this week on the Patreon. So if you've been a Patreon member and supporting the channel, I appreciate you guys because sometimes the content was coming, but it's hard to give you Patreon content when it's not, you know, anything valid to really talk about, all right? So now we got some validity. We got some substance. We got some content. Now we're going to do some breakdowns over there on the Patreon. So thank you all so much. It's patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy, all right? Make sure you guys check it out. And again, if you like the song Faithful to the Bay, which is currently out on all the musical platforms, make sure you go ahead and check that out, man. It's featuring Travis King, Lake City Fresh. I got people from all over. So we got the East, you got the East Coast representing. You got kind of like the Mideast or the Midwest. I don't know where you want to call Pittsburgh. It's just in, it's in between, you know what I'm saying? And 
then you got the West Coast, my man Travis King over there, man. So uh, I appreciate you guys. Check that out, man. You can get it. You can buy it for 99 cents. Or if you subscribe to your streaming services for your music, your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, whatever, your Apple Music or whatever it is you subscribe to, just make sure you put it and you download it. You know what I'm saying? And put it on the playlist. That that'll be super important. Faithful to the Bay. All right. That's how you look at. It. That's how you find it up. All right. Listen, we got some new shows that are going to be popping this week. Let me know your fantasy. Uh, that's going to be tomorrow, airing tomorrow with the one and only uh, Peachy, the Queen Peach. All right. Or you know, it was Princess Peach and Mario. I actually watched that Mario movie. It was I didn't. I don't know if I liked it. Uh, but Peach will uh, Peachy will be in the building uh, tomorrow. We're gonna be bringing you guys a brand new fantasy show. If you guys haven't done your fantasy drafts, don't worry. We're gonna we got you covered, right? We got you covered, all right. So make sure you check that out. It's gonna air tomorrow around eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's gonna be fun. I promise you, we're gonna have a blast on that show. I'm excited to bring you some new content. The No Harm No Foul show with the one and only Mike Andrews from Nothing But Niners will be resuming very shortly we're working on our schedule we did say at the beginning of the season technically it's preseason, so we're going to figure that out and we'll probably bring you at least a show or two uh this week all right so stay tuned for that as well and some other new shows are going to be coming out i'll be doing stuff with other content creators uh myself the r&b show is going to be coming back if you guys missed that it's going to be coming back all that good stuff so I, I i'm super excited i gotta give a shout out to my man jason hess man he He's become a member of the YouTube. You get the air horns, bro. You know what time it is. The air horns are in the building. All right. The air horns are in the freaking building. All right. So shout out to my man Jason. Thank you for uh, for uh, participating. Like every time I do a show, you're here. Uh, I'm hoping you're in great spirits, my brother. But thank you so much for becoming a member of the channel. You, my friend, are truly appreciated. All right. My man GA says, "Yo, waiting for that verse idea." Listen, I'm. I have time this week to actually put that together and so i'm gonna put out a, a, a instagram and a tiktok on how to jump on that verse and then if you guys are going to be in california for the cowboys game you'll be featured in the music video so that'll be pretty cool you know what i'm saying all right let's get down to the get down man thank y'all again for tuning in we got some stuff we're going to talk on the show we're going to open up the phone lines you know how we do i want to hear from you i'm going to give you a couple of takes uh and then you guys can run with it however you guys see fit man that's how we're going to be doing these shows man i got a couple of takes i want to talk about don't forget to participate in the poll question is trey lance in the doghouse is trey lance in the doghouse all right just 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 give your answer in the poll if you want to speak on it feel free to put some of your stuff in the chat if i see it i'll go ahead and pull it up all that good stuff. There were a couple of uh, points I wanted to point out in the pressers, uh, the Kyle Shanahan presser, as well as the Trey Lance presser. We'll get to that stuff uh, as well uh, on today's episode. All right, let's start, man. Let's start with, there's a report going on. Now, you know I got to hit you with either some news first or some bullshit stuff first, right? Too early to say the bad words. So, 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 some stuff going on. So, there's a report going on. All right. So, I at NFL notified via Twitter. Oops, I, I said it wrong. Let me correct myself because I don't want to get sued because for some reason it's no longer called Twitter. All right. So, at NFL notify via X, John Lynch wanted to draft. Justin Fields. So that means Kyle Shanahan, I'm assuming, must must have wanted to draft Trey Lance. And there, remember there was some reports going on saying there was some type of division going on there and, and things like that. But they hit it pretty well. Uh, they, they pretty much hide their things really well. So Trey Lance was actually the draft pick that the 49ers they traded. They first they, they traded two first round draft picks and swapped the first round draft picks. So essentially it was like three first round draft picks uh to move up to draft Trey Lance with the third pick uh the 2020 draft. Um and so now we're getting Trey Lance uh you know to play some football, but it's interesting how this report is coming out, you know what I'm saying? And you know, John wanted to draft Justin Fields. Now, here, here's my thing, right? Like, I I think Justin Fields is an elite athlete. Uncle Salty, what's up? I think he's an elite athlete. I will say this. I think he's an elite athlete. Isn't he an elite quarterback? Nah. But the national media 
in my opinion, is pumping the hell out of Justin Fields. No pause. No pause. I, and when I say pumping, I'm at the gym this morning, right? I'm at the gym, and I'm like, when I walk into this gym, I know all the TVs are going to be on, and all they're going to show is the 49ers getting thrashed by the Raiders, right? And that's what it was. And so then I happened to look again at the television, and the question that popped up from, I think it was ESPN, was, is Justin Fields an MVP candidate? And I'm like, wait a minute, man. How's this kid go from looking terrible his rookie year? He was all right his sophomore year. He was more explosive with his legs and doing things. They get him some help. I like the DJ Moore signing. I think they got him some pieces, some weapons. I still don't think they're going to run the ball effectively, but he's a running back. He's going to end up to me like Kyler Murray. I feel like that's that's the lane he's going to end up in. That's just where I feel not knocking the kid. I just feel like that's he's going to go in that lane. I'm not saying he's going to get injured. But if he can remain healthy, Kyler Murray is a pretty dominant kid as far as a quarterback. I think he's a little dynamic, you know, and things like that. I feel like that's the just But just to throw the MVP stuff out there, I still think it's premature. But that's what the national media is doing. On the opposite end, we're getting some national media attention. The 49ers are getting national media attention because now every report is coming out. And I'm sitting here reading the reports. Now, I didn't put anything out, but trust me, my reels will be coming out directly after this show. I can promise you that. But I'm sitting here looking at these reports, all right? And I'm saying to myself, wait a minute. So Dan Orlovsky is talking. You got you, He's on the Pat McAfee show. You, you know, and, and like you could take Dan's takes with a grain of salt because he wasn't a good quarterback in the NFL. Matter of fact, the last time we heard from Dan Orlovsky, the last time we heard from him was when Jimmy Garoppolo stepped out of the end zone in the Denver game. How ironic, how ironic is it that Dan Orlovsky comes out of the grave and he's going to speak on his, he has his takes on, on Trey Lance, which everybody, in my opinion, can give their opinions. Everybody has a perspective. I have a perspective. You have a perspective. Darren Olofsky has a perspective. And so this is what he said on the get up this morning, all right? He says, I don't think Trey Lance can play in Kyle Shanahan's offense. I've seen enough. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say I disagree with him. Because if you watched the show last night, what did I say? I said Trey Lance doesn't fit. I said the only way Trey Lance will be good with this team is if Kyle Shanahan lets Trey be Trey. That's it. That means Kyle will have to take his offense and switch it up for Trey Lance. That's that's the only way. That's the only way. Trey Lance, I'm not saying he doesn't have the ability, but Kyle Shanahan is a systematic quarterback. Uh, you know, he, he runs a system, and if you can't work within that system, right? You're going to stand out like a sore thumb. We're going to recap this Raiders game. We're going to go through Trey Lance's take uh, uh, snaps and things like that. But my point is, this is the this is actually a take from Dan Orlovsky that I agree with. Actually a take that I agree with. Dan Orlovsky, again, all right? And this is, it's just a take. You know, everybody's going to come out with their takes and they're, it, it, they're by, by right, they, they can. All right, Dan O take is Trey Lance doesn't fit. Now, you've heard that from Breezy over and over again. And, and I've been trying to make him fit, and there's nothing we could do about it unless, unless Trey Lance finds a way to fit the system. Can he fit the system? That's the question. The, t- the title of today's show is, Will Trey Lance Get Another Chance with the 49ers? Like, will he get an opportunity to show that he could fit the system? It's preseason. I think he's going to get as many opportunities as he's given. But then he has to make the best of those opportunities. I'm not trying to show any favoritism toward Trey Lance. I'm not trying to make any excuses for Trey Lance. Remember, I also said when Trey Lance gets the opportunity, he has to go out there and do the damn thing. Like, don't – if you're going to talk about me out there, make sure you give – all the takes that I say, not just the last one or the one before that, because you got to put them together. 
And when you put them together, you're going to get a fucking story. So make sure you put, sorry, too early. You're going to get a story, okay? My story is, is long because everything keeps changing. The variables change. So then things in the story are going to change. When you look at Trey Lance, you're saying to myself, he has the physical makeup to play quarterback. He has the attributes to play quarterback. But in the system, can he play quarterback? That's really the question. I'm going to talk about my takes in a little bit. But Dan Orlovsky, you know, he said that, and I was just like, hmm, I've seen enough. Have you seen enough? I haven't seen enough. I need more. I need way more. I need Trey Lance to play this whole preseason with any, with no monkeys, no weight on the show. Like, I just need him to go out there and play. That's it. Because that's the only way we're going to get a good, proper evaluation. And you got to factor in the context, right? So Dano's take is Trey Lance doesn't fit and that he's seen enough. Now, he also spoke on the Pat McAfee show as well. I'm going to get on that. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. I got to see. JM16 says, Trey, uh, Trey was Trey last night, Breezy. The grass isn't greener. Is it always greener on the other side? No, Trey wasn't Trey last night. You you were asking Trey to fit a system that I just don't think he fits in. So that is the results. Those are the results you're going to get. Unless you, unless as a, see, and, and see, like, there it is, right? There it is. What up, Terradome? There it is. That's, to me, I always got to revert, and I know people don't like this, but I always got to go back to being a, 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 a great educator. Like, if you're going to be one of the greats, then you have to, you can't be self, can't be selfish, right? It's not about you. At the end of the day, if, if your pupil shines, that means whatever you did to get that pupil to the point to where that pupil can stand out and, and make a name for themselves, it's a part of you. That's not how my head coach works. I feel like he has to be the one to be right. And this show is not about Kyle Shanahan. We'll have plenty of time to talk about him. But at the end of the day, he's narcissistic. And you can kind of tell, like, is this a setup? Is this not a setup? What is really going on behind the closed doors? Is Trey Lance in this so-called Kyle Shanahan dog? There is a doghouse. There is a doghouse. If you don't ask Brandon Ayuk about the doghouse. There's a doghouse, so let's not act like there isn't one. Let's stay consistent. Players end up in it. We didn't think Brandon Ayuk was in the How many defended Brandon Ayuk not being in the doghouse? Until at some point you just said, it doesn't make sense. He's the best wide receiver on the team, according to everybody out there, and he's not being utilized. He did something. I'm not saying that he's in the doghouse. I'm just saying there's a possibility that that's an option. Keep that option open. Please keep that option open. Let's recap what happened, though, because that, that's why we're having this conversation about Trey Lance and, and does he get another chance and, and all this type of stuff. Now, if you guys been sleeping under a rock somewhere, the 49ers lost to the Raiders 34-7. to 34-7. to It's not Trey Lance's fault. Overall, as a team, they just didn't mother freaking show up. I want to go over these team stats. They they didn't show up. All right, and 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 the 49ers typically lose games. When what? When do 49er? Uh, when do the 49ers lose games? I know y'all know, but if you don't, don't worry. I'll remind you. 49ers lose games when they throw the ball more than they run the ball. That is the perfect equation for them to lose games. They threw the ball 31 times and ran the ball 23 times. They will never win games. I can't. It is super rare that the 49ers win games when they run the ball less. Now, let's add some context because the 49ers trailed this whole game. So you're typically when you're trailing, you're going to run the ball a lot less than you're going to throw it. But they came out throwing and that's part of my point. They came out throwing, right? They came out throwing. Now, I will say that overall, the team, in my opinion, just didn't look good. Like, they, they didn't look good at all. They looked like they were lost. Uh, they didn't have the energy. Uh, the defense 
when those starters aren't aren't out there, it's a different swag. Uh, you can tell that there were young players on the defense, and then even with the veteran players, you know what was pissing me off? Like the vets that aren't starters, but they've been on the squad for a long time, they were still making some of the same rookie mistakes. Matter of fact, rookies made less mistakes than some of the veterans out there. I'm not going to call any names out. Just for just an overall glance of the game. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in. We got a lot of people watching the show right now. Make sure all 150 plus of y'all hit that like button real quick, real quick. Back to the recap. So I'm sitting here watching this game wherever I am. Mind you, I can't watch the game like everybody else regularly because Breezy works. So I'm always working, right? I'm doing a gig. It was somebody's birthday party. Felt bad. Didn't really care about the birthday party because the game was on. I, I cared about it until 4 o'clock. That's how it was. 4 to 4.30, I was done at 4.30. Then 30 minutes, I feel sorry for the person's birthday because it was just... It was a bunch of... It was just... It was, I just... I saw three... I saw sack after sack after sack. That's what I saw. I was just like, what the hell? So... Like, recapping the game, I had to go back and rewatch it, obviously, so I could sit down. And I actually took some notes because I wanted to go over, and I, if, if I'm focusing on Trey Lance here because he's getting all the attention. He's getting all the the the, the bad juju, and, 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 and I get it. He didn't play up to expectations. I don't think that he was bad. I just don't think he played up to everybody's expectations. I think some of the things he did was bad. I think some of his traits or his, his reactions to things were bad. Overall, you can't tell me going 10 for 15 with 112 yards in the TD is bad. Now, if you want to talk about the context of the stuff, let's do it. Because I, I, I looked at the tele, I looked at that TD throw over 100 times. I got Trey Lance making two bad throws. I know he had five incompletions, but two bad throws. And those two bad throws, to me, were the ones that should have been interceptions. And I know a lot of people said should have been. Let's talk about the should have, would have, could have, but it didn't happen. Remember that? If we're going to use that statement, that that's a true statement. It, it should have been an interception, but guess what? It wasn't. So we lived to fight another day. And, and, and in that particular play, the man with the best hands on the team caught a touchdown. Why? Because he was focused. His name is Ross the Boss Dwelly. He was focused. That's what happens when you're tuned in. You're just aware of the situation. Those that It was a bad throw to me. I don't know if it was a bad throw. To me, it was more like a... I don't think it was a bad throw. It was a bad read. I, thought, I, I take that back. He had two bad reads. All right. He might have had some missed throws where that were bad, but he had two bad reads. According to the stats, he had five incompleted passes. All right. So maybe three of his passes were bad or, or whatever. But those two reads were pretty bad. He threw into a tight window. Had Mose Mose was on uh with us uh with, with Nitty Gritty last night and he spoke about how he liked the fact that Trey Lance took that opportunity to do it. And it's funny that he came on and defended Trey Lance and taking the opportunity when I'm like, Mose, throw the ball out of the end zone. You don't want to give an opportunity for the defense to get an interception. Then then he went into the mental aspect of the game, getting the mental rep. Hey, I couldn't fit it into the window in that game, but I bet you I could do it now. I bet you now I'm confident, like, I needed to put more on the ball. I needed to do this. I needed to get it out of my hand. Whatever it is he needed to do, he had to go through that mental rep. And from there, you know what I'm saying? It's a learning experience. But I tell you what, the funny thing was, it wasn't an interception. It was actually a touchdown. Like, at the end of the day, why are we not celebrating the touchdown? How the fuck are we not celebrating the touchdown? Like, that's what I don't get from us. Like, we're we're, we're criticizing this kid. We're, 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 we're crucifying him because it was a bad throw. And at the end of the day, it was still a touchdown. And sometimes you need your playmakers to make plays. Isn't that what they get paid to do? Make plays? Name a quarterback in the NFL where every throw had to be pin mother freaking point on the dot. We could start with Joe Montana, and we could start with freaking Steve Young because they're former 49er quarterbacks. The throw, the throw to Dwight Clark wasn't a good throw. It was a throw to where Dwight Clark can go and get the pass, but it wasn't like an accurate pass. He made a motherfucking play on the ball. Let's just keep it consistent. That's our problem. Keep it consistent. This is not the show for this. That's nitty gritty. I forgot this is the Wayne Brazy show. I got to reel it in just a little bit, just a tad bit. If I'm missing comments, cool. My bad. 
I'm on, I'm on a little rant right now. Anyway, the recap was what it was. The Niners got their tails whipped. Uh, as usual, first play, sack. All right? Did, was it Trey Lance's fault? Could have been. Don't have the all 22 yet. Going off of the films, kind of hard to see the angle and, and who he was literally targeted on. All right? And we also don't know the context. Maybe Kyle told him to do certain something, you know, whatever, whatever. Anyway, there was pressure in his face. Uh, and, and let me remind everybody. Trey Lance was pressured nine times. Nine. Sacked foe. Nine times sacked four. So regardless of what he did with the ball, he was pressured. Can we can we can we agree to that at least? Can we at least agree to the fact that there was just pressure in his face? I, I will say this. Sam Darnold was pressured too, but not as much. And I don't even think Brandon Allen saw one pressure. I know he did, but I don't think he didn't. Rick Diaz says the offensive line did not protect the quarterback. Not when Trey Lance was in there. I, I, I didn't see it. I didn't see the urgency to protect Trey. So if we're going to talk about him with the, with the padded passes and whatever, whatever, Trey has to be better at trusting to place the ball where it needs to be and his receiver getting near. That, to me, is on Trey Lance. If I'm supposed to make this read and throw the ball there, then receiver, motherfucker, you better be there because the ball's going to be there. I tell you what, that's what I liked about Jimmy Garoppolo. But Trey, 23 years old, not enough experience, not, not, not enough reps. Does Trey Lance need to be better? Fuck yeah. It's not good. That wasn't good. It was a, wasn't a good performance. 10 for 15. We don't. And then here's the thing, right? We still don't know how it would have ended up because that was just the first half. He seemed to be cooking. And, and I will say, if Jordan Mason gets the first down on that fourth and two, we might be talking about a different game. You might not be talking about how bad Trey Lance looked because he finished well. Hey, isn't it? It doesn't the saying go, it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. I, we pick and choose when we use these cliches. I swear to goodness. Not an excuse. I don't want people to feel like I'm giving an excuse. It's not what I'm doing, my man Jerry. It's not an excuse. But I tell you what, I, I will say this. I will be the same breezy for every quarterback. If Brock Purdy, and I'm not saying that he will, but if Brock Purdy goes out there and looks like sh crap, okay? <laughs> and I hear one rust comment. I will fucking come for you. I promise you. I will come for you. UPS, FedEx, USPS, DHL, whatever curious service they need, I will get, I will come. I promise I will come for you. You know why? Because I don't get it. I don't get why he gets the chance to knock off the rust. And I don't even want to talk about Brock on this episode because Brock didn't play. So he's no relevance to this. But there's always going to be that comparison because he's, he's our quarterback one. Right? I get it. I'm cool with that. But my point is... I better hear the same shit of no excuses, okay? That's all I'm asking. Give me the same stuff of no excuses. That's it. That's all I'm asking. You be consistent with that. I promise I'll still come for you, but I'll give you a motherfucking high five and maybe a Wayne Breezy patch, all right? You're going to get something from me as long as you remain consistent. All I'm asking for is consistency. Now, tell me how I'm sounding biased, Bomber T. Put it in the chat. Because all I asked you to do was come with no excuses. You told me not to come with any excuses, and I'm asking you not to come with any excuses if, and I didn't say that was going to happen with Brock. I said if it happened with Brock, meaning that there's a possibility that Brock comes out and lights the motherfucking team on fire. I'm, that which is what I want. <laughs> so I want to know how I'm si sounding biased because I want to make sure I I don't I don't want to be biased. I don't want to lean toward one way. But I can't talk about Brock Purdy if he didn't play. Oh, I like this. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. Hmm. See, I, I misunderstood. I misinterpreted every single time. I never said that Purdy couldn't have a bad game. I said, don't give me no motherfucking excuses of him having a bad game. If he has a bad game, let's talk about him having a bad game. <laughs> 
Does that, is, is everybody understanding what I'm trying to say? Are we on the same page? Because I'm about to open up the phone lines because I need to hear what y'all really want to talk about. Like, I need to hear this because I, I, I just want y'all to understand that I never said that Purdy can't have a bad game. I'm sorry, Bomber T. I'm not even coming at you, bro. I'm just saying, like, I never said that he couldn't have a bad game. I'm just saying, miss me with the excuses. Because if we can't have excuses for one, then we shouldn't have excuses, period. That's all I'm saying. That's it. It's simple. Like, just be consistent. We've been so inconsistent. And it's not our fault. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's, there's no, it's not our fault of inconsistencies. This is how our organization has set the fan base up. And we just got to go out there and take everything with a grain of freaking salt. Everything. All right. Look, I'm seeing some comments. I like this. This is what I need. I need some kickback. My man Chris, hard lick. All right. Says Brock just came back a couple of weeks ago. I'm honestly expecting him to be rusty. Why am I disappointed? Why I'm disappointed Trey didn't show out. So why couldn't Trey come back being rusty? He never he hasn't played in a regular season game. He hasn't played with the same type of stuff either. Matter of fact, Brock was closer. Block played more football, again, than Trey Lance. Trey Lance had to sit out after week two. So he was longer away from the game. So help me understand that. Help me, wh why can't Trey be rusty? Just curious. It doesn't matter if he's been throwing. Throwing don't mean shit. I could throw. You want to go play catch crypto? I, we could, yo, let me know where you are. I'll come. I, I got a plane pass. I'll come out there. We could throw the ball all damn day. You run routes, I'll throw the ball. What happens when you got 11 defenders on you now? It changes the game. Practice and real-life game is two different things. Practice is supposed to make you prepare for real-life game. But the Niners don't know what the motherfucking Raiders defense is going to do. Like, you, you can't. It sounds like an excuse, but it's not. I'm just saying, just because he's been throwing means his arm is looser. But at the end of the day, if Brock Purdy's getting, if any quarterback is getting that pressure in their face, how is it that you expect them to be accurate? I don't expect Brock Purdy to go out there and light the team on fire. I don't. That, I don't expect that. But what I do expect him to do is make the plays, make the right plays. Willie, I don't know. How do we get on Brock anyway? We talk about Trey Lance and, and will he get another chance? Brock's got the damn chance. Brock is quarterback number one. He earned it. Bam. I said it again. I've been saying that for the longest. He showed me what he could do. He showed me what he can do under duress. He showed me that he can consistently win games. He showed me everything. I'm cool with that. My issue is it just looks different when Trey Lance is out there. And it ain't just Trey. It just looked different. I can't, ex I can't, I, I can't explain that furthermore. Sounds like I'm ranting. I hate that shit. I, I can't explain it furthermore. It just looked different. I'll leave it at that. It looked different, different. Okay? It looked different, different. Um, my man Colin, I got to find your comment. You said something cool. Uh, Peachy pointed it out. Um, if Patrick Mahomes throws a bad pass, but ball completed, it's called Magic Mahomes. All right, so let's talk about that one play that broke that uh, – a play that broke down. Colin, I don't know – if, if it's, the, I, I got to find it, but I'm reading it, all right? Shout out to Peachy for keeping me going. And then the Super Chats, you guys got Super Chats out there. I promise I'm going to get to those, all right? So don't think I'm, I'm missing your Super Chats, all right? So check this out. Colin says, um, if Patrick Mahomes throws a bad pass, the ball, uh, bad, a bad ball, but completed, it's called Magic Mahomes. How can we not highlight in that one pass that Trey Lance did that looked Mahomes-esque? Why does that get over overworked? It was a scramble play because there was pressure. Because there was pressure. There was pressure. You had to get out of the pocket. We want Trey Lance to be this pocket quarterback when the pocket's collapsing on him so quick. He had to get out of the pocket. He rolls out. He looks like he's about to take off and run before the line of scrimmage. He jumps and throws an, an ugly-ass shovel dish under whatever pass that was caught and for a big game. I, I just feel like there's so many agendas against this young man. And it, 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 and I get it's because of the capital that we gave up to get him. But when do you let that go? Like, when do we let the capital part? Does that ever get let? Maybe it never, maybe it never goes away. 
and and I, and and maybe that's what the that's the main issue because I'm like, yo, that was like forever ago, man. That that capital was gone. Like, who cares? Like, we've moved on. So let's move on from the capital. Like at this point, like we ain't gonna get it back. <laughs> like, you're not gonna get what you spent on Trey Lance back. Period. It's just not happening. So I'm over the capital part. Part. I just if if and then here's the thing. How do you expect this kid? How do you expect him to develop? How does Trey Lance develop if he's not playing with the best of the best? I mean, can he look good with the second string? Yeah, and practice. Of course. They're, they're, they're playing against the Niners defense. The Niners defense ain't trying to kill their own players. They ain't trying to take their own players out, get extra hits, little jabs in the jet. No. No. So practice, yeah, you'll, you'll see them make a play. But remember all those would-be sacks we talked about that I hated? Because I'm like, well, how do we know it'll be a sack? Well, I swear in this game, those would-be sacks were sacks. The Niners struggled. The Niners struggled against the Raiders in practice. They struggled against the Raiders in practice. They really did. Smitty! Love the avatar. Breezy, I've been said that. Y'all still crying about what we gave up. We have a starting quarterback with Smitty. It's not that you're right. You know what? Here's the ding ding. Pause. You're right. But the reason why the crying is going on, I you know what? I can't explain it. But let me just add to this. We don't have just a starting quarterback. I feel like we have three quarterbacks that can start for the San Francisco 49ers. And to me, I said that I think the Niners have a great quarterback's room. God forbid they end up in that situation that they were in. Let's just say it happens again, and it only happens to the San Francisco 49ers. I'm just saying that's good to know that the Niners have a good quarterback's room where every quarterback has starting experience. Every quarterback, Brandon Allen, I'm not sure if he started a game or whatever or whatnot, but I will say that every quarterback. But here's what makes the quarterback situation kind of like, you know, stand out. Trey Lance this year is going to make $9 million, $9 million, okay? $9 million this particular upcoming season. And I'm going to get to the other quarterbacks because that's, the that's to me, like where, let me see if their, their, their money is in order. Yes, it is. All right. Now, according to Spot Rack, I'm on Spot Rack right now. I'm looking at Trey Lance's salary, $9 million. So he's getting paid the most. He was the top draft pick for the 49ers. So obviously he's going to get paid the most. That's how the game works, guys. Let's act like we're trying to reinvent the wheel of the salary cap when you get drafted at a as a top pick. Ask me why Nick Bosa ain't signed yet, which is what we really should be fucking talking about. But we're not going to talk about that because he's Nick Bosa. But when it comes to the quarterback situation, the room is relatively cheap, bro. And that's what makes us – I'm trying to get Brock's – Salary. I know it's cheap. So his, his Brock salary is so cheap. Here it is. Uh, no, eight hundred and seventy thousand. But only nineteen thousand of that goes against the cap. <laughs> this is this is ridiculous, right? And I didn't even get to Sam Darnold, and I'm looking for him right now. My point is, the Niners aren't even spending. All right, Sam Darnold's at five million. Uh, that, that, which is where his cap hit is going to be this year, all right? So my, my my point is the Niners aren't even spending close to $20 million on three QBs. Like, that to me is, is, is impressive. And then next year is even different, right? And so when you look at that, you're saying to yourself, okay, cool. Now we could continue to, like, bring these players in. Show of hands if you want Brandon Ayuk on this roster next year. Well, my hand's going to be up. Now, why would we pay Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel? Well, because we can. Because the quarterback's room is so inexpensive. They're not spending $20 million, $30 million, $40 million on a quarterback per year because they're not there yet. We don't know what Brock's going to end up being. We don't know what Trey Lance is going to end up being. But we do know, we do have some history of Sam Darnold. But it's a one-year deal. If he shows up and shows out and gets the opportunity to prove himself, if he, you know, gets in the game or whatever, Niners, it, 
they, they have the option of bringing him back, but he's probably going to price himself out of here in San Francisco anyway. So at the end of the day, next year, the room is still cheap. Brock is probably less money. Trey Lance might be a little bit more. I could look into it. I don't really want to. I hate talking about cap stuff without my man Jason on the show. But my point is, the room is cheap, y'all. Like, so we just got to kind of like chillax. Chillax with this whole quarterback stuff and just get out there. And whoever's out there, we just pump them up. Now, I want to, this game was Trey Lance and Sam Darnold and Brandon Allen. There was no Brock Purdy. So I feel like he's irrelevant to even really be talking about. But we do know moving forward, we do know at the beginning of the season, if he remains healthy, that's the caveat. Brock Purdy is the guy that's going to go. Trey Lance, first series, sack, completion, sack. He was sacked twice on the first series in this particular game. All right. I don't have the per- uh, the person that gave up the pressure on the first sack, but I know it was Nick Zakel on the second sack. We had to punt. Second series. Uh, and, and, and mind you, pass, pass, pass. Keep in mind, keep, keep, keep mind. That was that was the sequence. Pass, pass, pass. First one was a pass, sack. Second one's completion to Dwelly. Third one was a pass, sack. Second series. Finally, we get a run in here. Okay. First, first and ten, you get the run, TDP plus three. Second was a pass. All right. The third was a incomplete pass. And guess what? There was pressure up the middle. It was pressure up the middle. Trey Lance ended up missing Charlie Warner on that one. Third series, first and 10, pass to uh, Chris Conley in the flat. Second and four, run, pitch the TDP to the right for a big game, too. First and 10, completed pass. Pass to Willie Sneed for plus 13. That was the Mahomes-esque pass. Remember that? The flippity-flip-flip? Uh, it was the, He jumped and did it, so it was cool, right? And then you get to first and goal. On first and goal, he took the shot in the end zone. Felt like Trey Lance said, hey, man, I'm here. F it. Give it to me, baby. He was on his Rick James-ish. It ended up being a touchdown. I understand it was a bad throw. His fourth series, he comes out there first and 10. Sack, protection. That's what I got my notes. It, it just broke down so fast. right? I think that was the one he was chased down. Uh, second and 15, he completed a pass. All right? Third and 10, completed a pass. Chris Conley, first down. Now they and they get the run back going. See what I'm saying? It was just weird. It was just super weird. All right? The Trey Lance sequence. First and 10 run to Mason. Second and five, incomplete pass to Mason. Mason, you have to catch that. It was a running back screen. It was perfect. It was you and blockers. You catch that ball, Mason. See how I'm giving Mason the same shit? Like it's not, I'm I'm when players don't play well, they I'm consistent with it, right? I, I at least I think I am. Okay. At least I think I am. I hope I'm not frozen out there. I feel like I'm frozen. Anyway, boom. You get that. Bam. All right. Uh, That was a drop. Now it's third and five. Mason gets plus three yards on that. Now it's fourth and two. (sighs) Fourth and two. 49ers choose to go for it. It is what it is. All right. Uh, Fourth and fourth and two. The 49ers choose to go for it. I'm not mad. Not mad that Kyle Shanahan, it's preseason. I wouldn't be surprised if he is a little bit more aggressive during the regular season. You got Jordan Mason, who, in my opinion, could get you two yards. But it was the fact that (laughs) if you you watch that particular play, I just felt like Fumugali didn't hit the end. He, he, He went in motion, and he took on the linebacker, which was furthest away, and he didn't chip the defensive end. So when Mason got the ball, the defensive end was literally just sitting there. Literally, just waiting. Oh, you're not going to block me? Cool, bam, bam. Cool, makes the play, gets the tackle in the backfield. They don't get the first down. It's a turnover on downs. That was it. That was it, all right? That was it. To me, that's what I got from Trey Lance. I, I don't I don't feel like it was bad, but it damn sure wasn't good. That That's how I feel. Will he get another chance? That's to be determined. Word on the street is, they're going to switch it up against the Broncos. Sam Darnold finished 5 for 8, 84 yards, no touchdowns, zero interceptions. Word on the street is he might be the one that's going to actually be the starter in this game, and he's going to be the one that's going to get more reps. And then Trey Lance will probably split with him and Brandon Allen. Again, that doesn't hurt, help Trey Lance. It just doesn't. This kid needs reps, man. Bam, bam. 
Uh, what's going on, fam? Love the hat, too, bro. Since Kyle Shanahan was not unhappy with Trey Lance. Ooh, see? See, I didn't expect this. I didn't. I didn't expect this. But I, I, I'm glad you're saying this. I think Kyle Shanahan did what he did purposely, but not in a bad way. Oh, my gosh. Were you with me when I was at the gym somehow? Was you in the gym? Because I was talking loud about it. I was... my. T- Stay away from my takes, Bam Bam. And Kyle gets on my nerves, but having him run the basic offense was necessary. I'm going to leave this where it is. I don't want to interject my take or my opinion off of what you said, but I tell you what, you'll get one of these. All right? So, Bam, look, that was the game. That was the recap. The Niners game was close, 7-7. You know, it was, it was what, 14-7 at the half. I thought the Niners... I, it was it, it was just what it was, and and at the end of the day, like Sam Darnold had a great throw in this game. I don't want to take away from what Sam Darnold did, but he's another one of the quarterbacks. Ronnie Bell had an amazing catch. I thought the catch was better than the throw, but at the end of the day, man, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Niners get thrashed by the Raiders. I hate losing to the Raiders, um, just like I hate losing to the Cowboys. Actually, I don't like for our team to lose. Period. You know, I kind of wish the game was 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 a little bit closer. But, you know, Bam Bam said something important. He said, you know, Kyle was being Kyle. He was probably specifically working on something. Leave it at that. Smitty says we got whooped. We, we did. We did. Um, <laughs> uh, We did. Good news is no injuries. We came out of the game unscathed. Uh, none of the starters played. Uh, I do have a couple of players I want to talk about that's trending. I'll get into my takes, and then I'll open up the phone lines, all right? So uh, we'll get a couple of people on here to talk about the, you know, talk they talk. All right, so tra- players trending up. Uh, two players in this game, Ronnie Bell uh, and Deshaun Jameson, uh, which is funny because I feel like they're battling for the same roster spot. So it's interesting how those two players, offensively and defensively, showed up and showed out. It's so weird. Like, they're literally battling for a roster spot, all right? Ronnie Bell, in my opinion, did some damn things, all right? How do I know? Because Kyle Shanahan spoke about it. You like to hear it? And here it goes. Um, I thought they did a good job. I mean, we, we had a number of guys, um, and so we want to put some pressure on those guys, play them a little bit more than um, you do in a preseason game, especially Ronnie Bell, Tate Martin, getting all that playing time. Um, thought they did a good job. I mean, Tate made it thought, almost a hell of a play. Didn't get his feet inbounds. And um thought Ronnie did some really good things in the return game. Had that good jet sweep. Made some good passes. Um, his best route was the one he served up to him on the pick. So that was unfortunate. But uh, I thought those guys did some, show some good things. First and foremost, I want to say, Ronnie Bell, met you at the Senior Bowl. You're one of my favorite players. I got to watch you at Michigan, uh, you know, shout out to you. But listen, you got to catch the damn ball, kid. Like, that, you, like, you didn't even have to jump. Just just catch the ball. Man, that would have been a big first down. Shout out to Brandon Allen because that was his best throw that I've ever seen. It was a great throw. Um, man, tough, 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 right? Because he 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 misses the pass, gives up the interception, and then the then the offense just can't tackle, and the dude is at the one yard line. <laughs> now Danny Gray didn't play in his game. I think you'll get a little bit more of him next week. Uh, we'll see how he practices. We'll see if there's an injury. We'll see if anything, you know, pops up on the take as they hit practice. Uh, but I will say Ronnie Bell is trending up. He talked about Tate Martin in that clip. Those are two wide receivers that we have to talk about, period. Like, we have to talk about them, period. They're trending upwards. Deshaun Jameson uh, looked really good on special teams. He did. It's unfortunate that his plays got called back due to penalties on special teams. Special teams needs work. A lot of new players out there. I will say that. But actually, those are the three players that I feel like were trending upward. I felt like linebacking. I felt like Jalen Graham is trending upward as well as Marcelino McCreary ball. So just keep your eyes on those players. Did I name four or five? I think I named five players. I'm glad because I'm going to turn that into something. So if you guys can remind me, five players trending upwards. They were Two wide receivers and three defensive players. So we got Ronnie Bell, number one. You got Tay Martin, number two. You got Deshaun Jameson, the cornerback, number three. You got two linebackers in Jalen Graham and Marcelino McCreary Ball. Don't let me forget that, please, because I'm sure I'm going to forget it. All right, cool. All right, so um, 
let's go ahead and, 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 and open up the lines, man. I hope you guys are cool out there. Listen, I think 49ers, uh, Young Junk, excellent observation. Isaiah Winstead did look pretty good. The wide receiver, remember I kept telling y'all to watch the wide receiver room? No one, does anybody pay me? You guys watch the show. Let me ask you this question. Side note, number one, hit the like button. Number two, do y'all just watch the show to join the chat? It's okay if you do. I'm just curious because I don't think none of y'all Mickey figures pay me any attention. I kept saying watch the goddamn wide receiver room. It is different, different. Because if you think for a second that Chris Conley ain't making this roster, good luck. Because he is the go-to guy, especially for Trey Lance. He's that veteran. Now, I feel like they can work the vet. Ah, it's going to be interesting. I don't even want to talk about Willie Sneed, great 1765. I, I feel like, you know, the young kid just needs to get out there and shake the, the skeletons, whatever it is is going on with him, because he struggles with catching the, uh, catching the ball and practice. And then all of a sudden, he catches a great pass, makes a run, and next thing you know, the ball pops out. So it, it is what it is. And, and, and Maui, you got a couple of uh, things that you talked about. Ambry Thomas was in my top five. He's actually in my notes, too. See what happens when you do stuff on the fly? See? So I have Ambry Thomas. How about Ross Dwelly trending upwards? How about Ross Dwelly trending upwards? No one's going to say Ross Dwelly? Okay, I talk about Dwelly myself. Let me just talk about Ross Dwelly because this guy gets zero love from the fan base. I don't know why. He got the best damn hands on the team. He was targeted four times, three receptions, 18 yards with the TD. Mind you, that TD was a concentration TD. What do I mean? I mean, look, the ball was tipped by a defender, and, man, was he watching it. You know how you're not supposed to get caught looking looking around? You're supposed to just always be ready, like be prepared, whatever. He was prepared. He was the prepared player in this game. Uh, you know what I'm saying? When it came to making that TD, put up the only 49er points, and it wasn't even scripted. It was off script. It was off script. I don't know. I don't... There's no way Cameron Latou makes this roster over Ross Dwelly. If he does, it's because of the game. It's because of the way you can utilize the veterans on the practice squad. And you're praying. You're playing it. It's a dangerous game. You're, you're praying, my friends. You're praying that no one picks him up. After that touchdown, I guarantee you. He going to get some damn calls. And for y'all that talk shit about Ambry Thomas, okay, I'm going to need y'all to stop. Uh, you know, I know it was a meaningful game, but if we're going to give Trey Lance and talk bad about Trey Lance, well, let's talk good about Ambry Thomas in a meaningful game. I mean, a meaningless game, excuse me, game that didn't really matter to all evaluation, right? The game didn't mean anything, so my apologies. Meaningless. Uh, we crucified Trey but we won't big up Ambry. He had one penalty that was bad that led to a score, if I'm not mistaken. But I will say this. He wasn't letting that ball get caught. Uh, he he, uh, he, just, he just doesn't like to practice. Uh, maybe he on his AI stuff. I don't know. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Vince says four TEs. I don't, yeah, four tight ends. I, I got four tight ends. I always have four tight ends. Always did. Always have. The question is, which four? Because you drafted two. Braden Willis had a catch or, or, or whatnot. Um, but, yeah, like, interesting. The tight ends who didn't look good in camp showed up in the motherfucking game. Let that sink in. Every time I thought played well, man, um, it, it, it's – I don't think Warner make – I don't know, man. Warner's on the last year of his deal, too. So it's going to be interesting. All right, before I open up the phone lines, I want to do these super chats real quick, right? So uh, I promise you we're going to get a couple of uh, takes on here. So just, just stick around because it's been a great show, man. Listen, hit the like button again. If you're new to the channel, you're new to the stream, don't forget to subscribe. Matter of fact, take a pause real quick. Subscribe to the channel uh, or, or whatnot, man. That would be perfect, all right? So we got some super chats uh, in, the, in the queue. Let's go ahead and get those popping and crack a lacking, all right? And we got some, you know, Jax Knox is being, a, a a cheerful giver on this morning. Shout out to Jax. You get the air horns. No, you get the fall horn. You're touching down right now. Jason, I was drunk last night. 17 and no period. So if you didn't tune into last night's show, Jax 
said that she didn't know more any longer about the 17 and no. And now she's coming out saying it was the liquor talking and she's back on the 17 and no train. You know what, Jax? Round of applause. Way to stick to your guns. I ain't mad at you. Um, and then she gives the super chat and says, please make the darn excuses even. I think that's, that's what, at least that's what I'm asking for. Jax is asking for it too in a super chat. Uh, but make the, if we're going to give one player excuses, like, then give them all excuses. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody, there's a reason why, you know, players don't perform up to expectations and things like that. So, you know, whether they look good or not, cool. But my point is, if Brock doesn't look good, don't tell me it's just because he might have been rushed back from surgery, he hasn't played. Nah, nah, because he's cleared. Fuck that. He's cleared to play. Matter of fact, he got cleared, and he's cleared to practice, which means he's cleared to play. If he wasn't cleared to play, he wouldn't be practicing. On top of that, on top of that, he just came back as quarterback one, which I don't have a problem with. But my point is we got to stop with the excuses because there's a possibility he can go out there and not look good. So if he doesn't look good, let's talk about why he didn't look good. Don't say it's because he rusty. Fuck that. Say his his accuracy sucked. Say that he didn't get out the pocket fast enough. Say he didn't get the ball out of his hand fast. I want the same smoke. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, Dwelly is dwelling and Ambry is ambling, period. I don't even know what the what ambling means yet. Uh, but thank you. I, I appreciate that. Ambry is ambring or ambling. I don't know. I'm thinking ambulancing or something. I don't know. It, it is what it is. But listen. Jacqueline, Jax Knox, appreciate you. Thank you so much uh, uh, for the contributions uh, or whatnot. All right, let's go ahead and get you guys on the show because I always promise that there will be a time for you to speak, and I always want to keep my promise, all right? Now, I don't have much time, but I'll get as many people as I can get on before I gots to go, all right? And I'll try to keep the stuff to a freaking minimum, all right? I'll, I'll let you know when it's time for you to get off. But let's go ahead, man. Phone in. Again, here are, and here are my takes. This is what I want to hear about. You ready? This is what I want to hear about. So do I have these written down somewhere? I feel like I do. All right. So here are my takes about Trey Lance and the situation. Okay. Here are my takes. This is tough. It's tough to talk about. Take number one. I don't feel from what I've seen that Kyle Shanahan who runs this team is being fair to Trey Lance. Now, I didn't I didn't talk much about about practice, but when I was out there for one practice, the reps that he was taking was weird. the sequence, excuse me, was awkward. It guess what? It started with a pass. I will leave it at that. I didn't like that. I didn't understand why they wouldn't set up, but then you know, Bam Bam said maybe he's trying to get him to work on that particular part, all right? So I feel like he's not being fair to trade. That's my first take. You can agree or disagree with that. And the second, or or he's not trying, and this is where Bam Bam came in, and this is why I said I didn't want to address it then, but it was perfect. Like, it, you know, God always happens right on time. He's not trying to show the NFL what Trey can really do because he still has time on that contract. I know it doesn't make sense to everybody out there, but Kyle Shanahan is smart. He's very smart. He does like to stash players. He will stash you for as long as he can. Now, when he if he needs you, he has to pull you out of the stash. You guys ever play uh you guys ever play Uno? Do you use your wild cards, your draw fours or your wild cards right away, or do you stash them to the end of the game so you can go out and hit with the double Uno? I'm just curious to know how y'all play Uno. Those are my two takes. I know it doesn't make sense to everybody out there, but it's not supposed to because they my damn takes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but at the end of the day, like, he's either not being fair by not calling the same plays, giving Trey time to, like, get out there. We say we need him to develop, and then all of a sudden he's not developing because he's asked to do something different. Then you see another quarterback come out there, and it's a run. What do runs do? Set up the play-action pass. So then why is Trey Lance's first play a play-action pass? A play that has to develop. How do you play-action pass if you don't run the ball? Tell me. Please. Tell me why. I need to know. 
You guys are amazing. I got some super chats I want to get to. Uh, I don't want to overlook those. I do apologize if I have, but I'm going to get to them right now. Deshaun DeVoe, I, I got to ask. I don't see too many people with the last name DeVoe. You related to my man? You you, you related to, to DeVoe? Ronnie? Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, you related? If, if not, it's cool. Just, just thought I'd ask. We was on a five-game winning streak. I think earlier I said that we were kind of teetering with uh with Jimmy. I don't remember us being on a five-game winning streak because I remember we lost the first game, and then we won the second game, then we lost the third game. Did we have five straight with Jimmy? Nah. I don't know. Maybe you're right. If you're right, you're right. But thank you for the Super Chat contribution, man. I, I appreciate that. Foghorn for all the Super Chat contributions that we have going on, all right? Uh, my man Bam Bam says, Jason Poe and Nick Zakel went to Mercer and Fordham College. Let that sink in. Do, do we need a moment to let that sink in? But I know where you're coming from. Like, that. that, that is 100%. You just got to let it sink in, man, because like, we were talking about kids going to, I think Terry Don was talking about kids going to Power 5 schools. and I mean, Trey Lance went to North Dakota State. You got to kind of let that sink in, too. If the schools matter, which I think they do. I think I think the, pro, excuse me, I think the programs matter. Uh, 49ers Ultimate Reports, my guy, says, as a content creator, I've been on the O-line, needs to be a priority for three years. I think you've been on the O-line, needs to be a priority for a minute past the three years. Uh, you've been saying we needed to address it. Unfortunately, guys, addressing the offensive line isn't as easy as we think, right? Because if you're paying one, you're hoping to develop guys that you already have, and you're hoping to draft. And I just don't feel like that the 49ers had the draft capital to draft a, a, a prominent stud, like, in the first round. From the offensive line, and I think that's kind of what they need to get back to, especially with Trent Williams, you know, just getting a little bit up there in age. But they're going to have to – offensive, the good, the best offensive linemen go early. And it doesn't mean you can't find gems later in the first round or second round. I'm not saying that. But, you know, you want that sure – you know, you want that sure thing. Trent Williams was a sure – thing like you you know if so if you can draft so they i think they try to address it i, I just think they're hoping that in-house it shapes up to be you know something great when you have this big anchor that's that's the best in the game and you're just hoping it could pull the weight and help you know make the other players a little bit better um but we haven't seen I, this is the disclaimer right we haven't seen the first team's offensive line in a game. So is the depth an issue? Yes. But they're not all just just they're not all going to come in the game at the same time. Does that make sense? Like it's not like you're going to get Poe, you know, Zakel, uh Ishmael, who are like you're not going to get them all entering in the game at the same time. And I think for me that's kind of like we just yeah, the depth is an issue together as a whole but if one of those guys numbers was called they might be able to to fill in for a game or two <clears throat> or three you know so the depth as a whole is a problem uh clarence molina says trey's body hasn't caught up with his mind and thoughts it's a good synopsis right like is it possible that he's still young-minded even though his body is ready to take on the game like 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 he still has to develop here so there's a lot, not an excuse, because every time I say something about Trey Lance, is an excuse. It's not an excuse, but this could be a possibility. I'll leave it at that. It's a possibility that that could be it. And then Bam Bam with another Super Chat contribution. Uh, we were talking about quarterbacks. This is Gardner Minshew is another one that comes to mind. And Nick Foles. I think Nick Foles is another one that comes to mind. These are guys that just come to mind when you're thinking about these quarterback situations, you know. Look. When, to sum everything all up, you know, will Trey Lance, you know, get another chance with the Niners? I mean, that, that's 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 typically the question. And it just doesn't seem like right now he's priority. Will he get the chance? I'm going to go with yes. Lance will get a chance. Um, that's that opportunity that we were talking about. But it's going to come to an expense. So it's going to come to something detrimental happening for him to get that chance. Is he going to go out there, win, and take the position? Absolutely not. 
you know. Uh, so at the end of the day, I think Trey Lance will get a chance. And like the caller just said, he has to take advantage of those opportunities. But here, Trey Lance, you know, you got to go out there and whatever you did on that football field, leave it there. Come back. The whole team, too. The whole team needs to reevaluate. Come back and get better. And I think if you can see improvements from week one to week two, and you see progression rather than regression, like at that point, you can say, okay, there's something here. Like the, the, the kid is learning. The coach is learning. The players are learning. They're building continuity. There's so many ways to look at it, you know, from a brighter perspective. Uh, but it was, it, was, it was like a massacre watching that team play. Just didn't think the team was there energetic-wise against the Raiders, man. Great show, everybody. We'll be back Wednesday uh, on the Wayne Breezy Show. Uh, same time, 1 p.m. Uh, and then Friday. Uh, Friday's going to be at a different time. I will say that. And I may have John on Wednesday. I have to check his schedule. Friday, I have to do some stuff outside of content creating. Uh, but I do look to go live at some point on Friday. You guys are the best community that a person can ask for. And I, I just appreciate whether you're a member of the Breezy's Bunch crew, whether you're just a subscriber to the channel, whether you're new and just strolling in on your, your break, I, I appreciate you 100%. Listen, man, y'all got to stay up. Look, a lot of stuff is going down, but this is what Faithful is all about. We got to find a way to stay strong. Promise me, we're going to get through this together. That's why I'm here. I'm the, I, I'm, what did you call me? The 4-9 preacher. I got you, man. We're going to get through this together. Everything is a lesson. Let's take this game or this loss as a lesson learned. Let's go out there and put our best foot on the table against these Denver Broncos coming up this Saturday. Love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. Don't forget, keep it nitty-gritty, baby. I be sipping gold bar whiskey on the rocks And a 24 karat gold on a watch My 71 Chevy be tipping non-stop Sounding like Trent Williams on the block So you know we can't stop, we be banging through your speakers Wayne Breezy on the filter in the bleachers You can tune into my show and I'm a teacher Wayne Breezy the